behind home plate. We bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing sounding host, Matt Sroka, and I'm joined as always by a guy who would never miss watching the Orioles, never even miss watching a spring training game, the button lover Josh Sroka. What do you mean never miss? Well, I assume you always... I assume you watch every game the well, Orioles play, game. including spring training. Today's game was not on the radio or TV today. So there was oh no my. way to view today's game without going. Oh, my. I even listened fair, to it. I backed out of making the drive on my Sunday's game. I mm. decided not to drive down to see that. Sad, so, not a true fan. Not a true to fan. To be fair, I skipped out on a couple uh, opportunities for spring training. Mm. I haven't Sad. decided if I'm gonna. I haven't decided if I'm gonna make the drive for spring training for a game. Yeah, day. yeah. I thought about it too, and I just can't make the logistics work. And that's where uh, I'm at is because of coaching, it made February and March a lot busier than I expected. Yeah, my problem so, is I got a spring break here, but uh, the spring break does not align at all with my kids' spring breaks. Someone should talk to everybody. Here in Macon, and make sure everyone's spring breaks are on the same week. That, that would make my life so, a lot okay. easier. It would make so your kids have a different spring break than you do at the at the university. Yes, e- even though my kids go to school in the same city as my university, so you'd think they get on, get on the same page. But the public school sets the spring break for the same week as this big cherry blossom festival we have down here. You have a cherry blossom festival. Josh, we're like can, the cherry blossom capital of the world here down no, here. No, no, wait, hold on. For one, cherry blossoms are from like Japan or something. So there's no world of Georgia cherry blossoms. And two, I thought it was <laughs> consider me an idiot. I always thought like DC was like the only place that had cherry blossoms on the East Coast. Okay, well I, you're wrong, Josh. You know, because everyone everyone comes to DC for the cherry blossoms. Like I, like my wife is from Georgia. But she's excited that the cherry blossoms will be in bloom when we go to Maryland for opening day so she can see the cherry blossoms. Just come to Macon. Yeah. Josh, we are the we are it's there it's an international cherry blossom festival here at the end of March. The the city's gonna be bumping. Isn't anything with cherry blossoms then called international? I, I don't I know, Josh. People, but... people travel for this. Josh, we have over 350,000 cherry blossom trees. Yes, pe- pe- people come from all over to see our cherry blossoms. Over 350,000 y- Yoshino you know, cherry trees. You know, when I worked in D.C., it was horrible when the cherry blossoms were in bloom because there'd be all these tourists downtown to see the cherry blossoms and they're hanging off the sidewalks in the streets. They're blocking traffic, walking in front of cars, all to see some trees that's it. I see them all the time. They're trees. Now, Josh, they have like a 10-day cherry blossom yeah, bloom. bloom period. I know. And everyone says, oh, it looks like cotton. Yeah. I get it. It's a pink cotton. 
I've seen cherry blossoms. I understand it. I know what a cherry blossom festival is. I just didn't you know see they were three hundred fifty thousand of them blooming at the same time. Um, you can. How many are in Washington D.C.? Uh, two. Washington. We have three hundred fifty thousand no. of them though, and cherry it's kind of a big deal. Blossoms. Okay. D.C. has three thousand eight hundred cherry blossoms in Washington D.C. We have three hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> I thought. 350 is a little crazy. Maybe I do need to come to Macon. 350,000. <laughs> so you're saying 10 times the amount of cherry blossoms that they have in DC. That's what I'm saying. And, or is that and uh, times? I'm not sure about that math there. What, 3,000? Yeah, 100 times. Um, Josh, and, and, and uh, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't know what to expect. This is my first experience with cherry blossoms. But I mean, already, uh, people have their windows painted cherry blossoms. People's cars are painted cherry blossoms. Oh, no. So with cherry blossoms all over them. So I don't know what to expect, like, but I'm pumped for the end of March when this happens. It's like it's like in the movies when there's like the small town that gets all excited for Halloween or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us, but for cherry blossoms. There are so. All right, you have three hundred and fifty thousand cherry blossoms. That's what I said in uh, Macon, Georgia. Do you know how many yeah. people you have in Macon, Georgia? Uh, I would say like 200,000. 150,000. Okay, yeah. So there's there's enough for two and a half trees for every person. That's right. So we, um, yeah. But I tell you what, during the festival, uh, we're going to have much more than 350,000 people here uh, during the festival. That's for sure. So I love how baseball is finally back. We've been waiting all off season for baseball to finally be back. And we spend the first 10 minutes talking about cherry blossoms. Well, yeah, now I'm wondering, forget spring training. Do I need to find a way to make in for the Cherry Blossom Festival? That's what um, I, that's what's going through my head now. Emily's Is parents on, are coming down for it? It's on March 17th. Oh, so you're trying to say we don't have room for you. No, no, they're actually, they're bringing the, uh, the RV down and they're staying at an RV park. Okay. All right, so actually we have extra room because I think we're going to try to pawn the kids off there. Uh, oh. All right. Oh, yeah, that's see, nice. that's the week after my kids' spring break. Yeah, they got to line up these spring breaks. Everyone should just agree so, upon a week spring break time. Yeah, I mean, sure, that'd be nice. I do have a job where I can travel and work, so like, I am going to go to Maryland and work for Maryland for a week for opening day. So mm-hmm. that gives me some stuff. But then you got to still deal around school schedules, which sucks. I'm going to Maryland on Wednesday, by the way. <laughs> you mentioned that last week. Some type of yeah. teacher thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm work, I do work for a journal, an uh, educational journal, and we're having a little retreat to work on, talk okay. about the, the the journal. But yeah, I, and I like I realized I didn't tell anybody. So right before the show, I texted Laura and you know the the zany one and said, "Hey, listen, I'm coming Wednesday. Can I come to your house for dinner?" So I, I'm a little late right. doing that, but so they'll three that's three six meet up at the roadie's house on Wednesday. Yeah, if you want to come up too, Josh, we could uh, could do a throwback show there. Right, uh, we'll, we'll we'll save that for opening day. Yeah, no, you you won't even make the drive to spring training when you're already in Florida, so you certainly won't. Come uh, to there's Maryland. too much going on. We're trying to sell the condo. We're building a house. Uh, I'm coaching this nine U baseball team. We had games start now. We'll get. Yeah, to I can't wait show. to hear about how your game went. Yeah, we'll get to all that. There's been roster changes. Oh my! Yeah. More roster it's been, changes. Uh, it's been, yeah. So it's just it's just a little crazy that I didn't wasn't able to get in. I'm looking. In fact, I texted Dad this week and said, "Hey, 
how do you feel about driving up to a spring training game for like a Wednesday, Thursday? I'm thinking I might go middle of the week. Right. Work up in Sarasota, catch a game or two, and come back. Right. Because it does, you're right. It feels like I should be there. Feels you're, like I need you're, to be you're in there. the same state. I'm, 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 I'm four hours away from Sarasota. Yeah. That's a bit but, of a drive. That's like too long to make a day trip out of it, but close right, enough where exactly. you feel like you should do it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's where I'm at with that. But then I know that I'm going to Maryland for some Oriole games. I know. I'm going back to Maryland in June for some Oriole games. I know I'm going to Atlanta for that series. I think we're going to go to Boston for a series, maybe Tampa. So I know there's plenty going to be travel, and I'll see plenty of Oriole games this week, this year. And really, if I went this weekend, it'd be cool to see Jackson Holiday. It'd be cool to see Harrison Kirsten. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Would you but, rather see these young players play, or would you rather wait till later in spring training to see the actual players play? Well, that's that's what I got into a little bit on my daily this morning. Is like, it's fun these young guys playing, but that means nothing for this year. Like anything that happened this weekend doesn't mean anything for this coming year. So it'd probably be cool to go see a little preview, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Does it mean a little more to you now? Like it means a little more to me because I've just become such a cynical person towards Orioles prospects and. You know, your Dylan Bundys, your Kevin Gossmans, your Hunter Harveys, guys that were highly rated who just didn't pan out and all those are pitchers. But now, having witnessed in the flesh Adley Rutschman play at least for half a, over half a season as advertised, to oh, see yeah. Gunnar Henderson play for a month as advertised, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it makes me – that cynical part of me, Josh – that was skeptical. Like I used to, I used to be the guy saying, I don't care how someone's playing in single A or double A. I don't care because prospects bust all the time. Um, Dylan Bundy once went, went like 30 innings without giving up a run in the minors. Like, don't talk to me about minors and minor stats. They're too far away, but I'm starting to change my tune. Like Heston Kerstat, uh, you know, that his start excites me. And then, and, and um, his, his start I, excites I, me because, I've written him out as a bust, not a bust, but as a uh, whatever the myocarditis kind of ruined his career. And I didn't think he'd get back. So to see him back and see him contributing and hitting the ball really well does excite me. Yeah. And I I, I think that with kind of all the prospects that they could be the next Adley or Gunner. Like I've seen two examples of players who went on as prospects and then became big time contributors thus far. To the yes. ma- this ma- major league team, I'm starting to believe that prospects can actually work out, and I was I was doubtful for a while there because of our history with prospects. Uh, you still have to convince me that a pitching prospect can work out. So, holding my breath for Grayson Rodriguez, but right, but it was but, fun to see like Grayson throw to Adley, even if it's just warm up practices. The fact that the two of them are on the field again gives hope, and that's what all of this spring training is about. It's just the hope that we have for this team. Yeah, well, spring training is always about hope. And so, but now I feel like, yeah, there's more evidence for that hope to, to actually be re- re- realistic than, than before. And so then, of course, my mind immediately goes to, you know, if I can't be cynical about a prospects, because, okay, we, what if we can really develop prospects and what if they actually turn out to be good um, in the majors, these prospects who were good in the minors? My next question where my cynicism, my cynicism now shifts, but can we hold them? Or will they all just I, leave us and go to and go to the West Coast and sign those, big contracts? Those comments from John Angelos 
have stuck with me way longer than they should. It's been two weeks now, and I still get irritated thinking about it because of things like that where can we keep those guys? We didn't get the Adley extension we all wanted this offseason. And every offseason, he becomes more expensive. Machado says, oh, I'm going to opt out, and then within a week, they work out an 11-year extension like because they understand that, that Machado helped turn that team around. Yeah, and I'll tell you right now, Josh, that that was not a GM move. That was an no, that ownership, was ownership move. Yes. Yeah. You don't sign a three hundred fifty million dollar extension, you know, and unless you get ownership approval. Um, right. Unless so, ownership is driving that bus, and you know, our owner doesn't even. He says he's not even control of the budget. So you know, it's a, it's a difference right. there. So when when Adley comes up for an extension, I, I shouldn't even stress about that because we just got to get through this year first, and I should enjoy Adley. While we have them, but you know, I can't. I'm a Noah's fan, so I can't help but find the negative in all this. No, and that's that's exactly it. Like the owner made stupid comments. I should be able to get over it. I can't. I keep considering it. I keep thinking about it and how frustrating it is that that's the mindset leading this organization. Yeah, but happy thoughts. The prospects have played well thus far. Good. I mean, I don't know. We don't. You can't put a whole lot of stock in a couple of spring training games, but it's it's good to see them out there contributing. Good to see them getting some playing time. All that stuff is is good. Yeah. yeah nothing. Nothing bad to say. Um, uh, I mean, I guess who who started today? Today the Orioles got knocked around a little bit, but it is spring training. Bruce Zimmerman started today. I don't. I don't know okay. who gave up. I think Crable gave up a bunch of runs. Uh, and yeah, we, we got knocked Kramer around yesterday. Rom pitched Saturday, so we're seeing guys get it gets their work in. Yeah, they can get their work in. Uh, what excites me is uh, uh, Heston Kur- Kurstat. We mentioned uh, it, Josh. If he's played in two games, has two home runs already. If he kept this pace for the regular season, he would end the season with uh, 324 home runs. Do you, do you think that's possible? Do you see that as a realistic possibility? Have been three hundred twenty-four home runs for the Orioles. Probably not this. Probably not this year because he's not going to make the opening day roster. Oh yeah. So so. Do you think a guy who's three hundred twenty-four home runs should make the opening day roster? Probably, but. I mean, um, if he hits three hundred twenty-four, we'll bring him up next year. Yeah, I, I think I think you get forty home runs in the minors, you get pulled up at that point. Yeah. No, it's Michael fun. might wait a month to get the extra year, but yeah. Well, curse that's fun. But did he play above single A last year? I know he's older. No, no, no. He he did not play above single A. Um, he started off, I think, you know, in Delmarva, then got promoted to Aberdeen, and that's where he ended the year. But I expect he'll start. I don't know. I I, I assume he'll start it at the Bay Sox in right, Delmarva, but I'm not one hundred percent sure. I would assume Bowie. I don't think you'd raise. I don't think you'd skip Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting where some of these, like Jackson Holiday, too, got like no, uh, or he got he got like a couple weeks in Delmarva, but I mean that's a dude who, from all accounts, seems ready for past Delmarva, at least Aberdeen, I would right. say for Jackson Holiday. And, and if you want to be realistic on Kerstead, he played yeah. in uh, sixty-five games last year and got five home runs. Yeah, so no, I, I saw him play, and I was that pace that you have. Yeah, I was not impressed with his power at all. But then he went, Josh, what were his stats for the Arizona Fall League? That's where he absolutely raked. Yeah, and so I you wonder. Yeah, and so you he was like the MVP of the Arizona Fall League. And so you wonder, like last season, he was 
just coming back from the myocarditis, and he was still getting his feet under him. He was still, I think, getting back into baseball shape. And so he's still kind of transitioning to playing uh, professional baseball again. And then I feel like kind of the AFL was uh, a fresh start for him and kind of to, to show what right. he can do. And so yeah, I'm really curious to see what he does for the minors. I think he has the potential to put up some big numbers he, in the minors this year. He batted 357 in the a- AFL. Yeah. In the Arizona Fall League. Not, he not had a bunch of home runs, too. I don't know if you have the home run stats. He had a bunch of home runs, uh, too. 15 extra base hits. Okay. Nine doubles, so that would be six home runs would be my guess, if I'm yeah. doing that math right. I don't, I probably, probably not a triple in there. Yeah. So, yeah, not bad. Yeah, so a really good offseason. Uh, previous on. MVPs of the Arizona Fall League have been Nolan Arenado, Chris Bryant, and Ronald Acuna Jr. So if he was a good list. fit in there, I'm, I'm good with that. That's a pretty good list. Josh, other people off to hot starts. So we're just going to mention spring training stats here from three games. Uh, a lot of people are talking about your boy, Taron Vavra, who's yeah. fighting for a roster right. spot here. They can't get the dude out. He's got a home run, a double, a triple. They can't get this dude out. Yeah, and, and playing third base, which shows some flexibility, uh, and, which is what you need for that bench spot. Josh, but how, how do you think he looks playing th- third base? Does he, look, does he look comfortable over there? I don't know. I haven't seen any video. <laughs> no, because no one's seen him. They, they, they did mention he made like a diving stop at third uh, when, okay. when he played there. But, but yeah, yeah, we have no he, idea because none of us have seen him. Right. He's, but yeah, yeah, we just know he's batting 667. Yeah. Um, and we know that with his kind of start at third, this is a cat who can play every single position of the field. I don't know if he's never played catcher, but he can play, he can play every, every position. Um, he can play all the outfield positions. He can play all the infield positions. So that's the utility guy that you want on your squad. So that's that's good. That's good for him. Hope he continues to play well. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a guy that we – I don't think either – did either of us pencil him into our bench? I don't think we did, right? I think I we did. Kinda, I go back and listen. I think I did. Okay. All right, I don't know. He's a guy I kind of felt like there was never a spot for him on this team. Well, it's because poor Taron Bavra gets lost between talking about the existing starters, Mateo, Darius, Henderson, and then everyone likes to talk about the prospects, Jordan Westberg, Connor Norby. Right. Um, and so, and uh, or, or Ortiz. And so with all of that, he kind of gets lost. He's not, he's not a 21-year-old um, high top prospect. And he's not a solidified starter, so he's just somewhere in that nebulous middle. And we like top prospects, and we like starters. We don't really know what to do with the Terran Vavra, but you know, good start for him. Who's this Lewin Diaz kid? That's like his numbers are up there too, and he's been playing in each game. Yeah, so uh, Lewin Diaz is part of that. Uh, you know, no, no Marmazara. We we brought in here. Um, what was it? What was the other guy? Ryan O'Hearn uh, was the other guy. There's like a bunch of guys who deals. can play play first base, minor league deals. Uh, so yeah, it's an interesting name. I, Daz Cameron, you might Francis Cordero. There's like a whole list of these kind of four A guys who we brought in to get an opportunity. This was the guy, Luan Diaz, Josh, who was like, uh, 
optioned and DFA'd all the time this offseason, like 10 times, bounced around with teams. So I think the Orioles are happy to have him. Clearly, they wanted him because they kept on claiming him, um, and they were trying to sneak right. him down <laughs> to, to, to Norfolk for some depth. But I think it's possible if you look at all these guys that I just listed, the O'Hearns and the and you know and Lewin Diaz is on that list. Like there's maybe one spot for a corner outfield backup first baseman. Uh, there's maybe one spot available, maybe right, uh, and, right. and that could That's be one I mean. of these guys. Right. So what do the other guys do? Just hang out in Norfolk and hope for an injury because they're not yeah, I think part so. of the long term so. future. They're just a a possible placeholder. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a possible backup placeholder. All these guys are. So yeah, I think that's that's pretty accurate. Or I guess I guess trade candidates as well. Not to get much in return, but guys, yeah. you know, someone else gets hurt, you can move them around. Well, I think I mean in the minors, there's also just a lack of depth at the first base position, and I know like people you know, don't prioritize first base because, you know, the defensive value is not great like it is at the other positions, but you need someone to play first base. And we don't have it. If you look at our top prospects, we got a bunch of middle infielders, some outfielders in there, a lot of pitchers, no first baseman. <laughs> There's no first baseman right. prospects. Now maybe Kobe Mayo could slide over there and play first base maybe, but certainly not the upper minors there. There's no depth there. So I think the response is, well, we'll just go with a bunch of these kind of four a, semi-veterans and maybe one of them gets hot and can be part of the team this year but yeah i don't think there's any long-term answers there okay and i guess that's also i mean that's part of watching mount castle to see if he's the long-term answer at first base or if you need to bring someone in in that spot yeah it might be interesting i mean we're gonna get to the point where i think maybe this trade deadline where you're going to have prospects like Jordan Westbrook and Connor Norby knocking on the door. Like we talked about this before, and you're going to have the ability to trade some pieces if you wanted to. Right. And what pieces are you trading for? Well, are you trading to replace Austin Hayes? Maybe if Austin Hayes pr- plays really well and Ryan Mountcastle struggles, are, are you looking to replace Ryan Mountcastle perhaps? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think Ryan Mountcastle is going to have a great year. I think he's, he is unquestionably the starting first baseman, he has right. very much the potential to be the starting first baseman of the future. But, I mean, you need a you need a first baseman who produces big-time numbers offensively. So, we'll see. All right. So, is there really anything that you're learning from these spring training games that we cannot watch? No. I, I mean, I think it's cool that Vavra is getting played all over the field. I mean, I look at things like at-bats. I don't know how much at-bats can, can tell you. Uh, but you're right, Vavra has the most at-bats. Diaz has played a bunch. Um, it's really a bunch of young guys, and also Cedric Mullins has had a bunch of at-bats, so good for him. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the, I mean, we're looking at Vavra has the most at six at-bats. So such a small sample size. Pitching, you know, the most anyone's going to have is an inning or two. So right. it's hard to say anything about the, the innings as well. Um, when our innings innings pitched leaders like Kate Povich or something. Um, it's hard to say much about that. So, so yeah. And, and even when you get to the end of spring training, I mean, I'll take someone's 2022 numbers over the course of a year over their spring training numbers all day, every day. If I'm trying to judge the talent of a player, give me their last year's numbers over a month of spring training. 
because you don't know who they're playing against. The conditions are weird. Yeah. You know who's pitching. Yeah, it's just a lot of factors. Especially this year, because people are adjusting to the new rules as well. Yeah, I mean, we, I again, haven't attended one of these games, haven't even watched one of these games on TV, but I'm excited about the reports of this pitch clock so far. Really, we joke about 30 seconds or whatever, but it seems to really be putting, cutting about 30 minutes off of a game time, and that's exciting. Josh, can I just... Uh... I'm I'm a little troubled. I'm a little troubled here, All right, well, here this evening. I will take out right now there's been some issues with learning it, like a game that ended on a pitch violation and other things as people get used to it. But but I'm thinking long term, it's I I don't mind it. I like it. Yeah, and, and you might be right. I'm just from my perspective, right now I'm just I'm troubled. I'm troubled is how I would describe myself. Uh, Josh, my my life recently, I've experienced over the past half year to a year, a lot of change in my life, Josh. I've I've changed jobs, changed positions. I I've moved my entire family to a different state. Uh, this state that's very hot here all the time right. here in Georgia. We got a lot of cherry blossoms. This is all new to me. Many more cherry blossoms than they had in D.C. This is all new to me. Um, I'm playing on a softball team. Softball team's very good. I'm used to being the best player on the softball team. The, now I'm like the worst player. This is all very I, I concerning to me. Um, I'm going through a lot of change. I, I, my franchise quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who I thought would be the quarterback for the rest of my life, he 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 is now, I guess, not going to be the quarterback. I don't know. But I can't. There's just – I have my kids. Josh, you know how much change happens between – you know, a baby. And now, you know, my youngest is one year old. She's like a little human. Now my son, when we moved to Macon, couldn't read or write. Now he's reading and writing. My daughter can spell her name. Now there's just a lot of change happening in my life. And if you will indulge me, Josh, there's a lot of change happening. I, I want to play through, um, through, through my microphone, a, a short clip. If you will indulge me, Josh, it's just, I'm a, okay. I just want to play this real brief clip. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is fascinating. It is. Oh, wait, what's so fascinating? I want, I want to know what's fascinating. Baseball to mark the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past race. He's talking too slow. Will you speed it up? It reminds us all that once was good. And it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. The one constant, Josh, is baseball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh, can baseball. We, can, we redo, can we redo that clip? But John Angelo is talking about how it was good that people didn't come. So he was blessed during COVID because people did not come. Yeah. If you build the it, people won't come. And, we and, and that'll make John happy. People wouldn't come. Yeah. Um, but something that makes baseball great is the rich, the, the rich history. I mean, we're, we're, we're a sport, Josh, that won't let our best players even into the Hall of Fame because we're so in love with numbers and our history. Can, can, can you imagine no, 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 other no, no. sports keeping the best players out of the Hall of Fame? Hold on. But that's not the sport of baseball keeping those people out. That is, uh, what, 100 stuck-up reporters? Absolutely. Keeping those but, Hall but of that, out? But that's all about kind of this culture of baseball that we No, it's about stuck-up old guys. To tradition and that we refuse 
to kind of change and adapt. And so now it feels like, Josh, in my life, the one constant I still had amidst all this personal turmoil and change, the one constant I still have is baseball. And now all of a sudden, they're completely changing the game of baseball to the point where runners are running on to second base. We got we got bases the size of pizza boxes, um, ghost runners everywhere. They're, they're trying to throw the ball as fast as they can. It's like speed pitch or something where people are trying to do it as fast as they can. And I just don't recognize the sport I love anymore. And I just can't oh, really? handle all this oh, really? change. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to it's go too back. much change. You want to you go back to those old guys in Field of Dreams that are playing with the little leather gloves. And, yes. Uh, no, no helmets and the, the knickers and shoeless Joe Jackson run around their bare feet. Right. Innovation is good. Innovation. NFL does this every year. Baseball needs to as well. It makes the game better. Uh, yeah. This I hate I, I, the concept that all of this is done to attract fans back to baseball. I don't think a single one of these issues will bring fans to baseball, but I think it still does little things that make the game better for yeah. the current existing fans. I don't think it does anything to say, oh, I don't like baseball. Wait, there's a pitch clock? Now I like baseball. And I think you- if you try to – the people who argue against this stuff on Twitter and social media are arguing that point. It's not going to bring anyone. I don't think anyone thinks it's going to bring anyone. The runner on second base is about health and about making so- sure that one game doesn't affect your game for the rest of the week. This speed of the game is because there is a lot of downtime in baseball. It's not about bringing fans in. Football has more commercial breaks, I think, than any sport. And it, people don't, don't stop watching. Football is four hours, or I guess it's three and a half hours, something like that. And people very little action. Watching. There's a, a ton of breaks between each play, the there's, commercials, there's way a lot more, of breaks. There's way more breaks in football than baseball. People like yeah. to talk about the standing around in baseball. That's not the issue. That's not why fans don't come to baseball. If you want constant action, you watch hockey. And hockey is the least watched sport of all of them. Right. No. So, so you're with um, me on this. Good. The XFL is doing a running clock. So that way the clock goes and they hit their times better. I think the NFL should consider that. I think baseball, I think baseball works well. I think there's too many guys who are making the moment about them instead of the team and it's and it's silly because they're the ones at the plate but if you're going to stand there and have to step out after every pitch (laughs) you need to be able to get in that box and be able to take a pitch you shouldn't have to stand around and wait for every pitch josh have you tried (laughs) you tried watching a game where the pitch clock is real big right behind the catcher it like gives me anxiety because you're just it's like stressing me out. I can't even watch the pitcher because I'm watching the pitch count, pitch clock huge, big in the I haven't, background. Count down yeah. every time. Have you seen that? I saw it, I saw it, but I thought those were just at practices. I haven't seen it in a game. But it was a spring training game. I, okay. So yeah. it's it's are they gonna do that in regular season or is it just no play pitcher? It's just getting them used to it. Yeah, I, I heard it that on the me. broadcast you won't be able to see it. All right. Well, yeah, you know why they won't show that in the on the broadcast? Why? Money. It's for advertising. <laughs> if they put the clock there, they can't put an ad there. No, it, it's also, it's really distracting. Like, I hope Masson doesn't, and it'll be up to Masson if they decide to put a little box, you know, with the countdown. No, don't do it at I, all. I hope they don't, because I think it's really distracting. No. I do. No, don't do a pitch clock. It's not, 
It's not a shot clock in like basketball. We don't need to see yeah. it. No, we don't need to see um, it. Right. And I don't, yeah. No, just, I don't even care if someone goes an extra second. Just don't slow the game down. I, I like Dude, it. Do you know who who's the fastest pitcher, one of the fastest pitchers to uh, be between pitches last year? Who's on the Orioles? Um, Batista. No, it was actually um, Cole Irvin. He was one of the fastest in baseball. Oh, so you've never seen he him wasn't before. On the Orioles last year. Yeah, you've never seen him before. Um, nor, nor have I, because we don't watch Oakland athletic games. But he no, was the fastest late. between pitches. All right. So it's going to be no problem for Corbin. And listen, I've been saying this for years. And they've been they've been doing it in the minors. That's what I was going to say. Like I've been so to minor league games. Problem. Yeah, I've been to minor league games. We've talked about this before. Minor league games are freaking entertaining because they're just go 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 go, and and they're freaking they're 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 entertaining for it. And yeah, and the games just are shorter too. But it's not about like who cares. If it's, I mean, my old man self wouldn't go to bed cares, but who cares really if the game is two thirty or three hours? That's not uh, the point. As long as it's it's about making it exciting. Yeah, the point is between pitches, depending on who's pitching, I could go to my bathroom, take a little pee break, come now, back, and not miss a pitch. Now that's Literally. a little bit of a problem. Now that's a little bit of a problem for me because I had gotten really good at Camden Yards at knowing the right time to run to the bathroom. Well, the between innings is still the same. Right, right. Between innings is still the same. So, you can, But everyone does the between innings. It's getting yeah. the, if you really want to get in and out, it's finding the right time with well, the long pitcher. Or well, long we, that's pitcher. another problem now for you, Josh, because usually you could time it with, you know, uh, a Runed a Odor um, or a Brett Phillips at bat. Right. Exactly. But now we got, we got all these good hitters. You're going to have a, a lot more trouble picking your spots because no, we have too many good hitters. And it used to be if the manager of the Red Sox or Yankees went out there, oh, I got a good four minutes. Now they've, yeah. they've sped that up with rules. So I, I, this is all good for baseball. I think the text message I sent you earlier today is we don't need to bring a book anymore because there's not this downtime. Yeah. You can I, still, I still bring like a book the for book. pregame. Yeah. Is Josh, but what about the slow nature of baseball conversation? Maybe books in my case. Now all of a sudden I'm going to be stressed out because I can't look away for a second. And and where is all like the talk about strategy? You know, it's a new batter. Should he bunt? Should he not bunt? We can't yeah, even talk about the that. strategy because there's pitching already. There's plenty of time to talk about it still. We can still talk right. while it's going on. Baseball is not going to be the charm of, of being the game you can go to and have a conversation at. Right. Santander, Josh, he seems like he sticks out to me as a guy who's going to have trouble with this. Santander, I think he's already complained about it. Um, but I think most of the Orioles, right, we have a very young team. Like Adley Rutschman, been, he's been doing this for a while. Grace Rodriguez, he's been doing this. Um, all these, Gunnar Henderson, all these prospects have been doing this already. So right. I think it'll be an easier adjustment for and them. The veterans will have might have yeah. a little bit harder time. And that's why baseball, and we talked about this years ago, was very smart to start this in the minors and work the it's way It's a good out. idea. Sure. And work this, work it through. It was a very good idea on how they handled this, um, but no, I like it. I like that it's uniformity. It's a, it's the same rules and across all of baseball instead of just all these stadiums randomly changing their dimensions. Everyone gave the Orioles a hard time for changing their dimensions last year, and now there's like four different stadiums changing their dimensions this year to try to suit the ball club that they have. So 
if you're, I love baseball, and I love that baseball allows that where the every field is different, and that's part of the beauty of baseball. But I like that there's some uniformity here with the the time, with how much the manager can go out, and things where. We've said it before. If the Red Sox are in town, we know that's an extra 45-minute game versus another team. And it's a thought yeah. process. Now I can think and say, all right, if I go to a 7 o'clock game, I can be home by 10 p.m., no problem. That's good yeah. for baseball. Well, and that's how it was for the Miners. I could go to Aberdeen game, you know, even though I'd drive an extra hour to Aberdeen, I'd be home before I would go to an Orioles game. Right. Just how that's it was. all good. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I agree. I agree. You still get the same number of outs. It's not like the game is is shortened in any. I mean, you still need to get the twenty seven outs. So all that is, it's all good. Yep. Have you been keeping up on? There's been some more changes at uh, Camden Yards this year. I I have been keeping up. This oh, this goes into my thing about change. I meant to include that in my change. How I'm so depressed <laughs> why, because everything's changing. We're talking change. I'm, everything's changing, including. Two staples of Camden Yards are changing. Yeah. Everything needs to, s- to stop changing, Josh. I can't handle all this change in my life. It's predictable, but it's stupid how the Orioles are hand on it. Okay. You think every with, the Orioles are stupid? Get out of here. Well, come on. All right. So, which one do you want to start with? Or you want to do them together? We can talk about the sun sign. I, I heard right, that so I heard that the Baltimore Sun hasn't haven't paid their bills in like three years. Yeah. Because they're not owned by anyone in Baltimore anymore. There's some conglomerate, like every news organization. Right. So it makes sense that they didn't, that they wanted to stop advertising. But it's a it's it's more than an advertisement. No one sees that and thinks of the newspaper and says, "Oh, I saw I that's a reminder I need to re up my subscription to the Baltimore Sun." All right, I want the newspaper on my porch again. No one sees that and thinks that. You look at it instead to see if it was a hit or an error, what the official scorer called it. It's part of the skyline of Camden Yards. It's not about a newspaper. And the Orioles were really stupid to take it down this year when they're coming out and saying, hey, we're going to be getting a new scoreboard in the next year or two. John Angelos just spoke about this. So why wouldn't you just wait until you get the new scoreboard and then you say, hey, with the remodel, we have a new advertiser up there. Why take it down with nothing in its place? And that's the same way I feel about Dempsey's. Don't take I, it down I until the, you're announcing what's in its place. I thought with the sun sign, they, they could replace the U with an O, so it becomes you know the sun. It stays the sun, but just with an O, as an homage to John Angelos, the son of Peter Angelos. I like that. I like the sun. That's a good one. Yeah. That's well. an easy, easy switch. Uh, because yeah, I think the thing about the sun sign and, and listen, I get paying your bills. So like take down the sun part or something, but the, the, like that's, you know, it's a hit or an error. How are we going to know? If it's like, that's a cool <laughs> you just want to the. thing about Camden Yard. Yeah. Just call it the, uh, just but, leave but, the. yeah, just leave the up there. So we know but if it's again, a hit or error. Again, it goes back to give me what the replacement is. Don't just take it down and it's missing. Say, hey, now it's going to say hit or error up there, and we'll flash either word. Or now it's going to say the Angelos family. Uh, Nothing's going to go into this place. You're just going to take it down. There'll be nothing there. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing there. Right. When when we all know a new scoreboard's coming, so they could have just waited a year for the new scoreboard that's going to go in that same spot. 
Instead, they want to. Why wouldn't they want to put an advertiser there or something? I guess because no advertiser wants to pay what the sun probably paid for that thing for a big physical object. But like, yeah, I don't think, think about the, say, the electrical bill, high, high electric, uh, electrical bill, bill. But Josh, this goes back to my other argument about like, tradition. seriously, seriously, how hard, how much money, give me a dollar amount. Would it be for Steve Molesky who's live tweeting the game anyway to get a microphone and put the thing on radio, even just stream it on Orioles.com. But what would it be like $10? Get out of here with this. This is what I'm talking about where, you know, a penny wise, a pound foolish. He's they're making decisions that save $10, but they're costing more that you can't calculate. It's incalculable. I was right. If I was uh, one of these other guys, if I was Steve Molesky, I would say, all right, you guys don't want to broadcast the game. Do you mind if I just turn my microphone on and broadcast the game to my Twitter account? Something. And if the Orioles don't want to sign off on that, they want to keep this all hush-hush, it's ridiculous because you're right. It's $10. It's a USB microphone from five below and an internet connection. And you've already Anyone, there, there's internet a connection. There's 10 reporters covering the game tweeting every at-bat. Just and you're right. say the they tweet out loud. On their phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous that the Orioles do not at least have the games broadcast in audio. Again, I've been asking why not just a video and a solid one camera that's just behind home plate would get more viewers than poker. So no matter what this team does, it's like, you're right, it's a penny saved. When they could be earning dollars. And none of it helps grow the team. None of it helps take us to that next level as Birdland and grow. And I guess maybe Johnny Angelos doesn't want that because, hey, there's always a chance another pandemic could come. And then he'd have to worry about the money and the revenue loss from uh, no fans showing up at the games. Matt dropped off. I don't know what happened. Hopefully, he'll be back in a minute. But, hey, he chose a good time to get off while I'm ranting about John Angelos, which you know uh, bugs me. And let's see if Matt's coming. Matt, you back? Yeah. Sorry, really I lost. Time to, really good time to fall offline, though, like while you got me all fired up and angry at John Angelos and <laughs> yeah. the massive broadcast. It's a good time well, listen, to just sit back and take off. It, it's not easy to to even do a whole game on radio because you think it come unplugged. And then you think it's your speaker plug that came unplugged, my white speaker plug, but it was actually the plug to the to the Yeti speaker that came unplugged. And so I didn't realize what was unplugged, so it took me to get it. So I, now I understand John's hesitancy to broadcast games on the radio because you have all these technical things that could go wrong when you're trying to do the radio right. voice. Steve Molesky should just TikTok it. Just TikTok his broadcast. Something. Yeah. Um do do a be real. I don't know what that is, but the kids are doing it. I don't know what. A be, um, what's a be real? That's the new thing, thing, Josh. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It's like social media, but like you capture whatever you're doing at the moment, so it's not supposed to be staged at all. It's supposed to be like your real life. Whenever it tells you to, you got to take a picture of your real life. But then I'm assuming everyone's staging it to make it look like their real life is better than what their real life is. I would assume that's happening. Hey, gotcha. tomorrow's game. Can I, I don't even understand how this works. Can I watch tomorrow's game, Josh, now? It says no? it's being – yeah, it says it's on the Pittsburgh TV station. All right, so let me – so I'm going to go into the MLB app. I'm going to hit watch. 
games for Tuesday. Madison isn't doing it, but the Pittsburgh TV is doing it. And by the way, how can Pittsburgh afford to to televise their spring training games and the Orioles can't? it, It looks like you might be able to on the Pittsburgh feed. Okay. So we'll find out tomorrow. But you're right. But but it's but a, not it's on Masson. Yeah. But still, I'll be I mean, Josh, this is like it's it's real consequences. Like my son, like he knows that spring training just started. And so he went on the MLB at bat app um yesterday morning for the first time in in forever since since the season ended, because he loved to watch the condensed games and stuff. Right. And like he clicked on the Orioles game and it said no feed available. And he's like, Dad, <laughs> what's this? I was like, sorry. And, and then do you do you know what he did, Josh? Do you know what he did after he couldn't watch the Orioles? Braves. He went to the Braves. He went right to the Braves. He did. He went yeah, and watched I the had Braves it in my game. House too. I because if you can't watch too. Orioles, you're gonna watch the Braves. And I'm it's I'm worried right. about my son's soul going over the Braves, and John's not doing anything to help me here. It's it's if like my son turns were... into a Braves fan, I'm blaming John Angelos. When you and I were kids, we watched the Braves and the Cubs because they were when we got home from school, they were on TV. You turn on WGN, you could watch the Cubs. We all the knew who Harry Carey was because of it. You go to TBS, yep. you could watch the Braves. Yep. Accessibility is the number one. If you want to grow fans of your sport, make your sport accessible. I did the exact same thing. I saw the Orioles had a game today. I said, well, let me listen to it. I pressed that. It said no video feed. And I said, okay, but where's the audio feed? There's no Then I go find that button. There's no audio feed. It is ridiculous that this game is not accessible and you want to tell me our fan base isn't growing. I know, and Josh, and these are weekend it, games too. So don't give me the John Angelus answer where, well, you know, the only thing on the afternoon is horse racing. This is a weekday or weekend afternoon. Why? Um, yeah. Why is horse racing on TV in the afternoon? Because why? people watch it. Because people <laughs> watch it and they bet on it. If you put you baseball on, with. people want to watch it. You got nothing to compete with. If you had baseball on in the afternoon, that would be on in the background of people's offices. That would be what's on. Call up one of these other owners and ask them what their numbers are for spring. It's not going to compete with regular season, but it's not going to be bad. It's, yeah. And Josh. It's so frustrating. Well, and, and can, can you imagine if um, if we were able to watch um, the game on Saturday Right to see Kerstat, yeah, go three for three. Those like we, we be all over the place. Hit yeah. some bombs to see H- H- Holiday hit his get, get his first hit um, in the minors. Yeah, um, you know what? You know what they would sell shirts. They would show. They would people see Ortiz. Ortiz, Ortiz get a triple. Like these are young players, part of our future. That you uh, that you can do some very cheap promotion of Jackson Holiday and. And Ortiz and Kobe Mayo. I don't know why you wouldn't want to do it. The Orioles do not know how to market themselves. It's ridiculous. Well, they're too busy plotting how to market their next concert. It is. This is a uh, this is Live Nation that happens to own the Orioles. Josh, okay, we didn't finish it. Um, The the other thing is they're taking down the, the, the big old Dempsey sign. Yeah, and presumably also, you know, replacing the Dempsey's restaurant. They are. Dempsey came out with a statement and said, "Yeah, they're moving on to a new uh, something. The that they're changing to reuse the the uh, area with a different restaurant. A new venture. A new venture. I am willing to bet money 
I will bet you whatever money. It's a sports book. I've been calling this for a couple of years now, a sports book coming to, to the warehouse. And I bet it's going to be a sports bar slash sports book going into Dempsey's spot. And that's kind of cool, though, isn't it? Or no? Oh, we, we oppose it? It? That sounds it. cool to me. Yeah. I love it. But I'd like to, to be still called Dempsey's. Yeah, I don't know if like, Dempsey thought, wants to be associated with that. Maybe a different catcher. I was going to say. I, I was caught gonna, Roses or something. No, we're not going. We're not going Pete Rose. I, I knew exactly <laughs> where you were going. No, no, but uh, no, but I like. I don't. What do you want to see when you look at the warehouse? Do you want to see Dempsey's and the Boog banner up there? What you're gonna see is the DraftKings Sportsbook, a nice green sign on that wall. Yeah, that's not pretty. That's not that's pretty. I don't want to see that. No. Yeah. How long? How long will Boog survive? I want to see the Dempsey's Tower, and at the bottom it says a DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah. Yeah. I'm No, Josh, I'm with you. I'm tired of change. There's too much change Boog, happening right now. Boog will survive at least a little longer because he's not inside the building. He's got that little RV park, uh, little trailer park. Yeah, he's outside anyway. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's not using up any, um, any and he, space. And he's there like half the nights. So if they try to move his, his thing, he'll be there stopping it. Well, Dempsey, yeah, that's interesting. Like Dempsey's still Dempsey's. part. Dempsey's still associated with the team. Uh, yeah. He just isn't. Uh, doesn't have his Do name with think, it anymore. All right. Dempsey is the restaurant. Do you think Dempsey had anything to do with that? Did he, he must have not had any ownership over that at all? Oh, I bet he was they an investor do, or something. I don't think so. I think it was ran by Aramark or whatever. It was ran by the same food people, and I'm be willing to bet. Because of how Dempsey is still part of the Orioles, because of Dempsey hasn't really spoken out about this, my guess is that Dempsey didn't want to shut this down. That Dempsey, oh, I'm sure he didn't want to shut it down. I think, I think they went through names of Orioles and said, what would be a good name for this for a bar? Dempsey's uh, sounds pretty good. Ripkins, uh, he might not sign off on it. Who's also a, a Oriole who we're still got a relationship with that would si- sign off on this? Can we, Bordix? Bordix doesn't sound like a bar. Um, no, I don't want to go to a Bordix. No, McDonald's, you're not going to want that as a bar. So who else is left in the room? All right, Dempsey, that sounds like a bar. Let's make it a bar. I bet you it was just name, and they gave him a little bit of cash to use his name. Yeah. Maybe, Josh, maybe, but I'll tell you this much. If Lou was running the show, Brady Anderson would still be here, and I bet that Dempsey sign would still be up if Lou was running the show. Hey, I'm, I'll Brady's stop talking about ownership. It's a great name for a bar. Brady's? What's that? I'll go to that bar. Yeah, Brady's? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Who would make the best? Like, I was thinking Weaver's. Like, Weaver's a good, Weaver's, uh, I feel like a pretty Weaver's good bar. Weaver's a bad name. No. Yeah. But uh, Earl's would be pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, Ear- Earl's would be good, too. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure they'll replace yeah. it with another Orioles legends name. I'm sure they'll keep it no. classy. What, Respect Orioles history. Spring, Springsteen bar. Maybe maybe it's a kind of. Oh, what if I'm wrong and it's not a sports book? What if instead it's a small concert venue? Mm. For the for yeah, the, they might do weddings you know, on the like, side too. Yeah. Well, they already do that, but uh, you know they've been doing those country music nights where. Uh, where Mrs. Angelos can bring in the country artist that she works with to play after the games. So if you had a little stage and sound system inside there, they could just play during the game. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, we, we did not put up enough of a stink when they moved the wall back. And so now 
they think they can just make any kind of change that they want to 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 the stadium, and we won't say boo about it. So, I mean, I, I just hope that this, I just hope the warehouse is still standing when we go there, Josh. Open day. I hope the warehouse is still standing. That's all I got to say hey, about uh, that. The warehouse. The question is, how big of an ad can they put on the side of the warehouse until we revolt? Did you see yeah. the rumor is that the Orioles are negotiating to put advertising on their sleeves? Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I don't I'm mind cool it at all. If it, just, if it just stays on the sleeve, because I feel like the Nike check on the front of the shirt is already a big ad. I'm all yeah. right with the sleeve. There was a breakdown. Josh said he's already to sleep because he's already negotiating with them to put a Berlin uh, sport thing on sports? the sleeve. So that's why he's okay with it. No, no. I can't afford anything with the Orioles. I want the Orioles just to call and say, hey, we really like one of your designs. Can we use your design for a giveaway night? That's what I, that's what I want my relationship That's your dream right the there, Orioles. yeah. And then I'll say, uh, sure, I want a dollar a shirt. Give me a Mr. Wonderful royalty. Yeah. Uh, the the Birdland Sports, uh, you know, Birdland Sports doesn't have the H or the E. You would have to keep the Birdland Sports if you want to go up there on the top of the scoreboard. The, the bird, I got to yeah, rebrand myself. Is the sun yeah. available? Or, or add an E and H somewhere in Birdland Sports. No, okay. so Josh, let's get to the, uh, so it's fun. Spring training baseball is back. Maybe we can watch our first game tomorrow. Um, but but I, w- I want to hear about uh, a game you did witness and see. Lead. Yeah, yeah, let's the, let's get a little the, legally Orioles little league update. The nine-year-old Oriole game was also had their first game on Saturday. Was it televised? It was uh, not televised. They, mm. <laughs> there's this app called uh, Game Changer where a certain coach will take and they have like set up these GoPros and then it broadcasts. Yeah, yeah, you're telling me about it. Can, yeah, and yeah. The coach will sit there and keep track of it. I'm not doing that. I tried to use right. the app to just keep track of score, and it was a pain. So I'm not that type yeah. of coach. I'm the coach that I'm at. All right, here's the thing. That seems like an assistant coach's job to do anyway, to All be right. honest. So I've got, I've got two assistant coaches. So let's start there. Game day comes. Here's the, here's the roles I need. I need someone needs to man first base coach. Someone needs to man third base coach. Someone needs to be in the dugout, you know, keeping the kids in order, next who's up. Make sure they're watching the game. Yeah, yeah. Yelling out positions. Um, what of those three roles should the head coach take? If if you were in my role, which position do you think I would take? Hmm. Do I want to go out as one of the base coaches? Do I want to stay in the dugout? What do you think is the best? Yeah, I've seen this decision. I've seen this done a couple of days. I was trying to think of my own little league days. We often just had two coaches. Um, and I think like one would take third. And the other one would take the bench, and we would have like a player over there at first. I would imagine the head coach is usually at the it is in the bench, on the bench, in the bench, on the bench. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't want to be on the bench. I want someone else to manage the kids and keep track of the kids, because uh, there's too much going on there that I wouldn't be able to focus on the game. Okay. So I went with first base coach, and here's my logic: I wanted to be you're, able you're to, still close to the dugout. First game, I'm close to the dugout, so I can still oversee that. I want to be able to see every at-bat with the kid. I want to be able to go up to the kid and talk to them, whether they struck out, whether they got on base, whatever happened, I want to be able to go and, and talk to them and motivate them. and Give them a fist bump, them. sure. Right. Yeah. So I went with first base coach since we were the home team and dugout was right there. And I think I'm going to st- keep doing first base coach and staying with the kids that way. All right. So that's my role. Um, now, I did find out the morning of Saturday's game that I lost another kid 
Mm. And this you're one at was ten, nine. right? This, so not this nine, one, and nine. This is a kid who's been missing for a few weeks and has been MIA, not responding to messages, not responding to anything. And I find out the day of that his parents pulled him off of the baseball team. Don't know why, no excuse, but they refused to respond to me for the past three weeks as I tried to track their kid down. Okay. Could so, be I, for I, any I, number of reasons. Any number of reasons. Maybe probably. related to you or totally unrelated to, to you. Right, you right. Could know. be my yeah. fault. Maybe not. Uh, right. so, I have nine, so I have nine kids on my team. That means yeah. no kid can miss a game. No Did kid every kid show up? Off. Every kid showed up. We fielded nine. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I had uh, first game. I have uh, kids that have no experience pitching. I had to. I, I had a kid that I had to pull off the mound because he hit three batters in a row. So the mm. umpire made me take him off the mound. Fair. That's uh, fair. I had. I went through. I'm guessing didn't hit him very hard though. No, we yeah. played four innings. I went through five pitchers. Oh wow! So uh, I'm on like whatever. I'm on in like 2014 Oriole territory. What was the final score? Um, final score was sixteen to one. <laughs> so, so yeah, I. It goes back to that email that I sent out saying, "Hey, uh, we're here to have fun. We're here to play." Oh, sixteen to one. I got sixteen yeah. to one. Yeah. Oh it's my, man. It's my. It's my note. Were those all walks? Were those all walking runners? Runners in? That's a long. That's a lot of runs to watch cross the plate. Uh, no, they hit the ball too. But yeah, it was some walks and some. Okay, hit that's by not pitches. quite. 2007, and, and, 30 to three Orioles, but it's, it's in one, the territory. It's in the territory. Our one, our one run was a hit by pitch, and stolen base, and it got around. So, um, but we got a couple. Oh, you can steal bases. You can steal bases. Josh passes the catcher. Yeah. What, what's your? Uh, do, do Do you have coaches signs? What, what's your? Do you have an in- indicator? Like, how, yeah. how do you do the signs? Yeah, you want to know my sign? Yeah. All right, here's my sign. Um, here, this will come over really good by audio. All right, you ready? Yeah, just go 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 go. That's my sign. Oh, really? Go 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 go. Yeah, Josh, you gotta have signs. That's the thing about go. coaching. No you get to touch your hat, your no. belt buckle. You get There's, to you know rub your shirt up and down. That's the fun. No, that's the fun stuff about coaching. I know, but they're nine years old. Instead, I get which side is left field. <laughs> where's shortstop? I put someone at shortstop, and when he ran out there, he asked me where shortstop was. So. When you anyway, tell them about second base, do they step on second base to play? It's a classic one. All right. No, but here's what he did. He took the ball, and he ran. He made the play, and he, and he placed the ball on second base instead of tagging the runner. And apparently that's what his last it wasn't coach a force, taught him to I'm do. guessing it wasn't, it, a wasn't a force. it wasn't a force. It wasn't a force. But apparently that's what his last coach taught him to do. So he, I had to work on that. So, but here's the deal. I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying working with these kids. I don't care about winning or losing. There's one team I'd like to okay. beat. I don't care about winning or losing. Um, we're having fun. I I, I hope you don't care because it's 16 to 1. Oh, yeah. man. Owen, Owen, my son, is pitching the ball really well. Uh, he pitched well on on Saturday. I'm, I only had him pitch a little bit, and I have him getting the start tomorrow night. So, Do you get the uh, dra- top draft pick next year if you have the worst record in the league? Uh, no, because the, here's the way. Little league, here's how little league works. When you go to the draft, 
if you had a player on your team previously that you like, he's automatically a keeper. Yeah, but Josh, there aren't there tryouts that you didn't They're attend? Yeah. Yes. But but like if I want to go next year, if I take if there's three, four kids on my team I really like, I can keep them and work with them next year and then grow and grow and grow. Yeah. So it it, it you want to be a long term coach, which I don't get because if I'm a nine U coach and now my son's ten, does that mean I move up to a ten U coach? Because I'm not staying. A, I'm not going to be a nine U coach forever. The idea would be to follow Owen with his age group. Right. So I'll sure. have to figure that one out. Because um, all all those other guys are coming too, either this year or next year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I don't know how that works. Where every year they got to recruit new new coaches for the younger years and work them out. I guess. Um, but at what fun. stage do you bring in the trackman and and then you start tracking pitcher spin rates and you start exit velocity? You can't don't you have something to put in their bats? Don't you have one of those things, Josh? Put in their bats I, to see who has I the do. best exit velocity. I, I, do. I use it. I use it for myself for softball training. I have not put it on any of the kids yet. Um, our practices are scaling back now that games are happening. Like we had a game on Saturday, we have a game on Tuesday, we have a game next Saturday, so or this coming Saturday. So we will not have any practices this week. So it's really about having fun, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Even okay, Judge, you you have had one game where you lost sixteen to one. Okay, I yeah. want to talk to you in week five. Uh, you know when you got about ten games on your belt, and and then we'll talk and about how, how much fun the season is. Yeah. I know, I know, it's it's funny. It's I know I knew you would love I knew you would love sixteen to one. <laughs> oh, it made my night. So all right, yeah, knew, but they I had fun. That's. I know another kid quit in sixteen to one. I knew that would be your takeaway. Your seasons, Josh. Your seasoning is is going exactly how I, how I expected uh-huh. it to when, go. When when are you signing up to coach? I, I I told you I want it. I'm not doing it. I I will Come end on. up doing it probably, but I don't want to do it. I know. Hey, I'm, my my son just found his team. He's the A's. We got a couple great. coaches that are that uh, that aren't me, so I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. And the athletics, I'm like, if it's not the Yankees or the Red Sox, I'm good with it. Yeah, my parent. I I like playing. I like teaching these kids to love baseball. I like having fun with them and playing baseball. Um, I also have to deal with the parents. Yeah. Well, I mean, I couldn't deal. I mean, I coach just the assistant coach of soccer, and I couldn't deal with the kids because There's, you know, and that was five and six years old. But right, these kids are wild. <laughs> And and I can't handle coaching my own son because I just want to yell at him when he doesn't do the stuff that's right. And I feel like it just raises friction. Um, so I'd rather just be letting the coach yell at my son than, than me. Yeah, exactly. And it's um, – I don't mind the kids. It's the parents. The parents. Okay. There. The parents. And there's a, there's a text message in that now, like the team group chat thing. And some of the questions that come in there – are amazing questions. Like, what's okay. the first game when the next tab has the schedule on it? Yeah. What time's the game? The next tab says the time. Yeah. So it's just yeah. That, that's the yeah. stuff I too. I don't like about coaching too. All the and I when I coach basketball, like the logistical stuff, and like making kids sure kids knew where the games were, where practice was, like the logistical stuff, is just always annoyed me. Like this, like the first game. I brought snacks and drinks for all the kids because we don't have a snack mom. Oh, you're organizing right. the snack line. Right. Sure. Yeah, right. that's a like, big deal. Like, who's I bringing, who's like bringing the arm slices? Parent, 
Like, I always thought a parent would step up and do that. I don't have a parent that has stepped up and done that. You got to have a sign up. Yeah, you should rotate. Each parent does a different right. week. So I sent a message today uh, that said, can someone bring snacks tomorrow? And can someone set up a snack schedule? Because I don't want to bring snacks every day. Yeah, and I only have the coach's job, too. You're right. That's it. That, that usually happens organically and, from the parents. Right. And I'll tell you what. Like, coaching, I don't know how much. Like, to sign your kid up for one of these baseball leagues, it's like 200 bucks. Okay. It's expensive. I don't know, 150, yeah. 200 bucks. And the kid yeah. gets the uniform and the hats and all. But you got you got to remember, all the all the coaches are volunteers. Right. And I guarantee every coach has spent their own money invested into this team. Right. So they then have to go out and buy snacks and drinks also. It's like, eh, it's kind of annoying. Where it's like yeah. there should be, a parent needs to step up and do that. Agreed. So, I would be annoyed yeah. too. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I bought practice stuff everything yeah. but but again i'm enjoying it you're having fun you know, that's all that matters you're having I'm fun having fun i told you from the beginning i don't care about wins or losses i hope that brandon well, i judge okay but 16 to 1 is not just a loss that's a, a shellacking <laughs> it's a beat down uh, there's a uh there's a rule uh per inning you're yeah what in the slaughter score. rule there's no slaughter rules here yeah 15 runs okay a slaughter rule that's why it and ended you the are, fourth yeah, and you are only allowed to score five runs in an inning. <laughs> so we did not. Put three so outs the most the you inning. could. So so you know you you have to play at least four anyway. So with that math, so you played the minimum four innings. We did not get three outs in any inning. First <laughs> inning they scored five. We came off the field. Five off the field. Five off the field. So the goal off the field. The goal now is just to get three outs in one inning. Yes, I could yes. be a good. The goal. goal is the goal is to score two runs and three outs in an inning to hold them yeah. below five runs in an inning. Yes. Yeah. But again, That's, I'm just fun. having fun. Yeah, <laughs> having fun. fun. Yeah, fun. I I, I want to come watch a game because I think I would have some fun watching this game as well. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe you can come down here for spring break. Yeah. So. Maybe I'll bring my to build their confidence. I'll take my five and six year old athletics to come play you all. <laughs> Let's just see how it goes. I think we can beat some five and six year olds. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. We're just we're just a young team. We're a new team in this division where it's very obvious watching the other teams. They've played together. They've got coaches who've coached together. They yeah. run them through the rhythms, and we're having fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys will get there. Some grown pants. So. All right. Last year, right. I was assistant coach on a team that got zero wins the entire season. And that coach desperately wanted to win. Wanted to win. Every game, he desperately wanted to win. Yeah. I'm never, I'm never going to be that coach. There's one game I want to win. But I really don't care about winning with this team. Yeah. You got your – that's the, the church softball league, Faith Baptist. You got a Faith Baptist in that league trying right. to take down. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm more concerned with I sent you a picture before the game showing like how I had to map out for six innings who what player would play what positions. Yeah, because yeah. You, you got everybody. At that there, age, yeah. every, you gotta rotate everyone around and everyone tries different positions. You don't have just a dedicated shortstop. You rotate through. And then well, you know I know, I know as manager that I am being judged by all the parents by who I have at shortstop, where I have their son or daughter. I know I'm yeah. getting judged by 
who I have at the top of the lineup, who I have in the middle. Of the oh, lineup. I looked I where you put Jones on the lineup. That's the first thing I looked for. Where do you have your own yeah. son in the lineup? That's what Five. I looked for. Dead middle. Yeah. Four yeah. before, four after. Dead middle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and we'll see. I'm going to give him the start on uh, on tomorrow. So we'll see how he does with that. Right. Only because I really think he has potential for the best stuff on our team. To get three outs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right. So, well, good. Let's get right. out of here. You can right. support us on um, on the website, Patreon. You also support us by going to Berlin Sports and buying a T-shirt. Yeah. Get or ready for opening day. Get to, keep spreading the word about 336. Write us a review. Help people find us. Right now, people are excited for the Orioles. This is the time to tell people to check out the podcast. Yeah. And as we get closer to the season, we'll ramp up with more and more Orioles talk. You know, it's 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 going to be a good season. I'm pumped about it. It's, this is a special year to jump on the Orioles bandwagon if you're not there already. I keep checking my bookie waiting for them to let us bet on the number of wins. And I got to find a spot in Maryland to bet or something. I'm, I'm done with my so bookie because I think they're a little bit shady. I want to find a legal place to bet. Now, when you go in Maryland, I think like the FanDuel and the Barstool, all those apps just work magically when you get in Maryland. So I can place the bet on FanDuel in Maryland, but then what happens when I come back to Georgia? Can, can I access my money when they win? I don't know. I was thinking of getting a VPN just so I could bet in Maryland. Yeah. I'm just trying to do it on the up and up. Works. Yeah. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter and social media and Facebook and all that stuff and TikTok at Section336Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Roca and at Birdland Sports. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. <laughs>